What's up, Reinas? Happy Friday and happy December. Oh my God, I cannot believe we are already in the final month of 2023. Um, this, this year like was so amazing. And, you know, there was some sad things, but there was also some amazing lessons learned. And I want to leave you with these 12 things that I felt I learned within this year, even though maybe the seed had been planted with some of these lessons a few years back. I want to be able to give you these things that I learned. And some of them, you may already be applying them, but they may, they're new for me. And I think it's good for us to have some reflection on things that maybe God revealed to us or things that we learned through our own experiences of what or what not to do i want to just this is kind of like an out loud journal entry <laughs> um because i like to journal and i really like to like lay my thoughts down and i like to bring them to god and um and i think this is just a good idea to reflect on what it is that we want to do different in our new year so um yeah i'm excited i'm so excited to share these tips and grab a notebook and pen get your coffee or your tea and let's dive into today's episode What's up, Reina? Welcome to the Crown with Confidence podcast. I'm your host, Monica Rojas, a faith-led wife, homeschool mom, coach, and founder of BoxFit Queens. My mission here is to help you feel confident in your God-given identity and motherhood because, Reina, I know it isn't easy being a mom at home when you're struggling to feel good about yourself. As someone who struggled with her identity and went down a dark path of drug and alcohol addiction, self-abuse, postpartum depression, and no self-confidence, I can tell you that it's only through God's grace and mercy that I stand here today with over eight years clean, happy and confident with the desire to want to help other moms feel good about themselves. I know in my heart God created you for a special purpose, to love and pour into your children. And as difficult as that can be, you were chosen to have this beautiful gift. It's time to step into your best version of yourself by pouring into your own cup first. And that begins here. As a former boxer and boxing fitness trainer for moms, I've witnessed the powerful results of seeing moms feel confident and empowered with themselves. And it's through this beautiful mission that God put in my heart with BoxFit Queens. So if you're ready to dig deeper in your healing journey, let's straighten that crown, lace up those gloves because you have already been crowned with confidence. Let's get it, girl. All right, Aina. So before we get into today's episode, I just want to tell you that we are coming up on two years of podcasting. It's been two years that I've been a podcaster on December the 6th and Oh my God, I'm so excited. I've just, it's been such an honor to be able to get behind a mic and, you know, just share what's been on my heart from experiences to things that hopefully have helped you in your journey as a mother. Um, again, I obviously don't have it all figured out. You know, I'm trying to figure out life as I go, but I can only share the knowledge that I have with you from life experiences and from things that I know have worked from being able to work with moms. So uh, I just want to tell you, thank you. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to be able to pour into you and uh, these there's so many amazing things happening, but one thing, uh, one thing first is that 
the confidence boxes are launching in january 2024 so if you know this podcast is an extension of the box of box fit queens which is an online boxing fitness platform that infuses faith and fitness to help moms feel confident um and we do that with uh partnering boxing workouts with uh things that you can do at home you want to be able to do your boxing workouts at home with your children uh, i remember being a stay-at-home mom and when i first made that decision and it was so hard for me to find my purpose to just feel okay with myself in my time at home and it's not to say that boxing workouts are going to be the solution but what it did do is it really helped me to start building that confidence in myself so that i can be a better mom and and focus more on the things that were important right like my children my home um you know cooking dinner i it strengthened my my marriage with my husband there was a lot of things that happened that that really helped me when i started taking care of myself okay so if you are in this journey if you are in this place where you're just not feeling really good about yourself and you know you want to start working out and you just don't know how i want to encourage you to go grab the free 30-day confident mom challenge the link is down below free workouts you can um it give, i give you a calendar a daily checklist um these are just things that you can start to do so that you can feel better about yourself as a mother right uh strengthening that relationship with god really just taking time to pour into you and pour into your relationship with God so you can be a better mother for your children. Go grab that link down below. It'll take you to the apps where you will get access to all the workouts. And um, yeah, I'm just excited. So go do that. Take care of yourself. Pour into your own cup. And more news will be coming with these confidence boxes. I cannot wait. So um, yeah, anyways, let's dive into these 12 lessons that, you know, I feel have helped me in my in this year that I've learned. Okay, lesson number one is truly leaning and trusting on God for everything, everything, not just one thing, not just some things like everything. Um, one thing that I learned this year was it wasn't just because I used to always lean on God for like just myself, right? Um, just for my own strength for, I mean, not for my own strength, but for my own um, life, like the things I was going through. And I realized that, um, you know, there's there's so much power in in trusting God and really turning things over to him, because I realized that there was a lot of things that I that I'm doing in my life today that had I not seeked out God's guidance and, you know, and and love in these areas i don't know that i'd be making the decisions i did today you know homeschooling was one of those decisions i didn't just come up with that by myself i had no desire to ever want to be a homeschool mom before it was time to school my kids um but you know god changed my heart and i really feel had i not been turning that over to him and really seeking him in this area i wouldn't have the blessing of the life that i have today which is being a homeschool mom right and that they may that may not be your story but for me it was the calling to stay home and be present with my children even when there were times i wanted to go back to work right but trusting god with everything seeking prayer seeking guidance um you know getting in scripture journaling and really just trying to seek god and what it is and especially this part my business uh, the business box fit queens you know i shared about this before the revelation that i got to begin these um these boxes was not my own doing i was in the middle of a business uh coaching session with my business with my business coach and we were talking about like going into traditional coaching right like just you know at getting 
women online and maybe talking with them, coaching. And I told her, I said, something's a little off. Let me get back with you. I'm going to see what it is. And I got the download about boxing, um, boxing in boxes, like coaching in boxes. And I'm like, what? And so I brought it to her and she's like, oh, and she ended up having a box next to her that was like a subscription box with, you know, like a boxing, not boxing, but like a box subscription. And I said, oh, my God, like that was confirmation that God was wanting me to, you know, kind of seek a different direction when it came to coaching. So, again, you never know what's going to come up. Be open minded, um, have an open heart, but seek God in everything that you do, because you never know when he's going to open up your heart to do something different. Number two, friendships are so important. Look, I know that as mothers, especially, you know, when we transition to staying home or we begin to work from home, it's easy to forget about your friendships. And I I'm guilty of it. I've done it before. But let me tell you, friendships are so important. Like I see the day and night difference when I'm nurturing my friendships versus when I'm not. Um, and I don't mean this like obsessively being on with your friends all day, every day, but checking in on your friends, reaching out to them, um, going to grab coffee, going for a walk with your kids, going on play dates, do something as a as friendship, you know, as a friendship to really help and strengthen that bond you know we really need one another you know as mothers in this journey we all go through stuff we all are, are struggling with our own deals you know get being at home can be really isolating especially when we have little babies or we're brand new to staying home it can get really tough so i think that it's important to check on your friends um really reach out and make sure you know your friends are doing okay it does something for you when you're checking out uh, checking on your friends like it just does something internally when you're reaching out and you're seeking your friendships um i just think that there's just so much to add to it right um that we can always pour and add into our own friendships. So I want to encourage you to be that friend because you never know what your friends are going through and what they need. And don't be afraid to start some new friendships. Maybe, you know, and I'm not talking about, look, let me tell you something. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm just going to say it like this. Friends that you just meet on social media and constantly clicking. I'm not saying those aren't real friends. I am saying getting out and actually having friendships, talking with people, putting the phones down, like having conversation. That's a very important way to have friendships. Like I get it if y'all are from different states or something and y'all got to talk on the phone. That's not what I'm talking about. But I'm talking about like it's not friendships just commenting on people's stuff. That's not friendships. <laughs> that is that's another that's another thing that i'm not going to go into i'm talking about nurturing friendships getting out talking physically getting to know people meet people without your phones okay that's what i mean too um but take care of your friendships okay it's important number three is do not make assumptions of what people are thinking through text messages or social media validation i, I got this one all wrong this year and i'm gonna be so honest um you know, it's so easy to to interpret what we think people feel about us through a text message or a lack of a text message or they're not liking our stuff on social media. This is why I, I don't I don't mess with social media. And I'm laughing because I went down this rabbit hole where I thought of a certain 
a couple of friends were upset with me because of the lack of validation on certain things. And a lot of it, I'm not going to lie, was because of social media, right? And then there was an instance where like some text messages weren't getting validated. And I thought that maybe I was getting ignored and I was feeling a certain way. And uh, no, it, it, it literally was in my head, you know, and this is why I say like, don't make assumptions. I think as moms, especially when we are a little isolated, we take everything to heart, right? And it's not our fault. It just happens. But don't always make an assumption that somebody's ignoring you. Somebody doesn't like you. Somebody doesn't want to be your friend. Because I know that I've done it to other people and I didn't mean to do it. Um, but yeah, just don't make that assumption because you can lose friends. You can end up really losing friends um, or messing up relationships with the assumption of what you think people are thinking about you. So don't make that mistake. Um, I, I Like I said, I made that mistake. Don't do that. Uh, what you know either one pick up the phone and call this person or two you know reconnect and and send out a text message saying hey you know how's everything going and and getting to the root of some things if you really feel that maybe somebody is ignoring you like you can ask questions there's nothing wrong with asking like hey is everything okay like you know you can put your pride aside and find out what's really going on so that you can kind of shut down the noise in your head you'll be surprised that a lot of times it's that we're so busy and we just end up ignoring our phone or we unintentionally ignore somebody and we don't mean to okay so don't make assumptions <laughs> number four is if you desire something put in the work if you really want to do something and it's been in your heart and you just feel like god has been planting and planting and planting that thing in your heart to do it doesn't have to even be a business idea it's just something that you wanted to do go take the action steps to make something happen is it practical? Is there a way that I can get help with my kids? Is it something I can do while I'm at home? Is it something I can do and bring my kids? Whatever it is that you're desiring, um, put in the work to find out and make things happen. Don't, uh, let me tell you this. I think a lot of the times I've seen this happen in the mom community in, um, and, you know, we, for some reason, have this thing where we say, you know, I'm going to just wait till my kids get older, um, you know, 14, 15 years old. I'm going to wait till I can do, you know, when they're older and I can do it and their baby's not even one yet. And and they're just like shutting and shutting and pressing down this desire that God keeps putting in their heart. And I've, you know, I can I can get that I totally get it because I know that there was always a desire to want to open a gym but then you know I have my children and I'm homeschooling it's not fair to take my kids into a gym and keep them there for their homeschool journey I don't I personally don't agree with doing that doing that so I get it I get it I get that idea that maybe there's things that the timing's not right however we have been given a mind of thinking outside the box being creative you know maybe sometimes god's putting ideas in your heart that maybe it's not meant for you to go and open a physical location but maybe you can do something online maybe you can do again a subscription box business maybe you can do a crafting business pop-up shops there's things you can do that can start getting this dream and this desire out of your heart and onto you know onto paper into like some physical steps how can you make this happen, right? Um, seek God in this area, of course, but if that desire just doesn't go away, there's probably something there for you to do, okay? So that's what I learned. It's like, if I really desire something, I need to go and take the steps to make it happen, okay? Enough talking about it. I need to go do it. Number five, um, I learned that my passion really came to life when I took action. Ties right into number four, okay? When, um, so there's times where sometimes 
you know, you think about something that you're like, man, I really used to love doing this and I love doing whatever it is. Right. And then you start getting back into that no matter what it is in some way, shape or form. And that passion starts to come back. Right. And you're like, man, I really miss doing this. I think that is a way that God's trying to get our attention to let us know that, you know, there are things that we're meant to do, you know, and maybe not in a way where we got to go start a big old gym or a team or nothing like that. But I'm talking about maybe there's things that, um, that you do that, you know, maybe you can even do on a volunteer basis. Like maybe you used to be, um, you know, a, a baseball coach or you used to play baseball and you're going and you're, you're coaching some kids and you're like, man, this feels so good. I really miss doing this. Well, maybe it's meant for you to go volunteer, go be a volunteer coach or go help these kids. Like there's something that, you know, I feel doesn't always need to be in monetary value. But if that desire is there, that passion starts to come up, you know, think really pray on that and see what it is that God's trying to do with you and take you with. Um, because you'll be surprised that you may find your, you know, a deep calling in that area. OK, so your passions will come to life, but you have to take action. OK, I think we stand by and we wait for motivation through a, a Pinterest post or a social media video or something on YouTube. But that's not how it works. It starts working when we begin to take action steps and we actually step in faith and and plant our feet into something and we'll be able to see what it is that God's really trying to do. And the opposite happens too. When we plant our feet into something and it's not for us, I really feel God will begin to reveal that to us too, right? So um, yeah, just really letting your passions come to life by stepping in and seeing what happens. Number six is your kids won't, well, well, I said my kids, but this is a lesson I learned. Your kids will only be small this one time like they're not going to be this age anymore they're only going to get older so I know that while it's it seems like it's a madhouse it seems like the days are so long um you know you're with your kids all the time like all these things just know that there's going to be a time where they're going to get older there's going to be a time where they may not want to be around you anymore not like in a mean way but they're going to want to do things for themselves they're going to want to they're not going to want your help anymore they're not gonna want to do the fun stuff they used to do as a kid like I'm just my kid my son is five my daughter's three and um and I'm always thinking about this like man you know they're only gonna be this little once right they're only gonna build these forts once you know not once but like at this age and the next time they do this they're gonna be a little bit bigger right so I always wrap my mind around this that like I just want to always soak in and embrace the moments that I have like in all stages of their life because time is passing whether we want to or not and you know whatever it is that you've been obsessing about or that you've been that's been robbing your time from your precious children i just hope and pray that you know you take the time to really place down what you're doing and focus in on your children right um there's there's a way to have a healthy balance there's a way and a time and a place for everything but what you will not get back is the time with your children and so all i'm gonna say is that you know, embrace these moments. Um, you know, if it's something that can wait, if it's something that can, we can schedule into like, okay, maybe when the kids are playing, I can pick this hobby back up or I could pick up this task, do it, 
you know, spend that time with your children because that time you're not getting back. Okay. So embrace uh, what I learned is that I want to embrace more moments with them when they're playing outside instead of using that time to go and work. I want to go and actually spend time outside with them. I want to go push them on the swings. I want to play pretend with whatever they're doing, even if it's 15 minutes, you know, 10, 15 minutes. I want to start embracing that time with them and just soaking it in. It makes me teary eyed just thinking about it because, um, yeah time is gonna pass right um number seven is don't cry over spilled milk or spilled toys uh, again this ties back to them being small they're only gonna be at this stage for so long but don't lose your cool don't get so caught up and fixated and keeping such a clean house that you forget the beauty of this house is being lived in it's being used um one thing that i rap started wrapping my mind around is like when the house is dirty like and i'm cleaning up i'm like thank you lord for a home that's being used for a happy and active home thank you lord that you know i get to be here to be present to watch my kids enjoy this home right um because i think that you know sometimes our schedules can get go 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 and we're not even present in our house you know we have all the activities like i said i'm gonna i know i'm gonna be there one day too where i'm running the kids off to sports and maybe co-ops and all these things but i don't ever want to forget um and take it and what's the word not be grateful for the messes in my home right like the little mess the little the spills the things that that aren't even relevant to you know that don't even compare to the joy that motherhood brings right don't get so fixated on the mess that you get you know you get so upset and you don't want to let your kids play i've been this mom um i've been I, and i call it i'll say it i've been like a helicopter mom where like i don't want the kids making any kind of mess and then i have to check myself because I'm like, man, like you're really robbing them from being able to be a kid. And, you know, you're te I'm, I'm robbing them from teaching them some some important lessons, because not only if they make that mess, I'm going to start teaching them how to learn how to clean it up. Right. Um, there's lessons to be learned in everything. And one thing I learned is like, let them be kids, let them play and enjoy their, their childhood. Right. I don't want them to be restricted from that um, because of my control freak tendencies. Um, all right. Number eight is. There's a lesson to be learned in every single situation. I It's so funny because I'm not even intentionally talking about the next thing as um, as I'm talking about like previous points. But they're all just rolling into one another, if you can tell. Um, there's a lesson to be learned in every situation. Don't don't take advantage of an opportunity to be able to learn something in every situation. Good and bad, ugly and indifferent. Learn 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 because i and the, the most important le lesson i want you to learn and this is what i learned is that a lot of the times when things go bad or things don't go my way i'm always trying to find the lesson in what i think about other people not realizing that maybe god is wanting me to pick up the mirror and look at myself in these situations right it's not always about another person it's not always about you know because some people don't change and that's not our business right it's not our business if a person's going to change if a person is going to make a different decision this time what god is trying to show you in situations is that when you pick up that mirror how are you handling this differently today are you being a different person are you being more kindful more graceful are you being more patient um are you running back to what you used to do such as gossip and blah 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 right like what is he he's really trying to show me something different in these areas so i know there's a lesson to be learned 
be open-minded to the lesson and be ready to learn about it okay um number nine is that self-control is possible with god's help <laughs> again and i wrote a sticky note i put like gossip right um i this is just a, a uh, example um self-control is possible and i've learned this that it is possible because in i believe it's timothy in second timothy it talks about for god has given us a um a spirit of power love and self-control and let me see i'm gonna find it right here okay second timothy 1 7 god says for god gave us a spirit not of fear but of power love and self-control so i know today that god has given me a spirit of you know of an ability to be able to be to have self-control this comes in a form of talking about people um overreacting my anger you know maybe i'm overeating and doing things that are unhealthy for my body or unhealthy for my health right um, maybe you know you drink maybe you smoke there's things that you know you need to begin to start controlling and maybe quitting and you're and you're struggling just know that you have the ability to um have you have self-control for one it's already been given to us god tells us right here scripture tells us that god has given us this spirit already what we're lacking is what we need to tap into it right we need to tap into that spirit of self-control we need to tap into that power that's been given to us and you have that ability to i learned this year that i have so much more self-control than what i even imagine and because i know that there are things that I cannot control outside of me. I know that there are things within me that I can control, such as things that I say about people, um, my response to people, um, you know, again, saying no to things that are, I know are bad for me, uh, saying no to boundaries and, you know, like really planting some boundaries and things that may not be healthy for me as a mother, as a woman, uh, saying, setting boundaries you know for my kids with my kids like uh, all kinds of things right i'm just learning all kinds of things that i had no idea i i really could do but i knew i, I began to tap into that more because i, under, I started understanding the power of self-control that i've been given through god right that god has put in my spirit already and i just need to activate it and allow it to happen right so don't underestimate that you have self-control you know, if you're, you're struggling with any area, maybe you're struggling with, you know, your eating, emotional eating, or again, like gossiping and friendships, it, it ha you know, I've dealt with this too. And I'm and I'm in the process of getting better at it as well. So don't feel bad. Don't don't feel bad. Don't be hard on yourself. But do something with those feelings. If you're not feeling okay about the situation, pray about it and ask God to help you in this area, because you'll be surprised that there's something that you're really supposed to learn um, that maybe you're not catching right away. <laughs> but okay, so self-control um number 10 when god is um when god places a dream in your heart don't let it go so any kind of idea or dream that keeps coming and reoccurring this ties back to like that desire to push through and take action but what i learned this year is that you know a lot of the times if our thoughts are his thoughts then there's a chance that there's something that he's trying to produce within us right um when there's this dream like for me I know that there's like ideas or downloads and they, it almost seems crazy. Bring that to God because don't don't be surprised that 
there's probably something you're meant to do that's very outside the box. Remember, we are all created in his image, but we have all been created with something unique that we're supposed to do, right? That we're supposed to do to be authentic. And so when there is something that you're supposed to do, and maybe, you know, you're in the field of nursing, of teaching, and you're starting to get all this creativity of like, man, like, okay, this is different, right? Online, online teaching, online, you know, a podcast a blog what like don't ignore that god has been putting in my heart about writing a book that has been planted for a long time already about writing a book and i since i was like in boxing in my early 20s um i mean i'm still in my 20s and i'm just kidding <laughs> i'm already 34 but anyways um i i realized that there's you know that seed was like little by little and all these years it's been getting watered and watered and this year I it just like whew, it really got watered this year that seed right and so a lot of things have been coming up and surfacing about writing this book to where two of my good friends that I'm in a in a little mastermind with have books and they're encouraging me to write a book so like I know that God put these friends in my life put these amazing women in my life to light that fire under me to say like hey maybe it's almost you know it's about that time right so now I'm actually starting to take action steps to look into to it um to you know see what it entails and, and what it, exactly it is that i have to do to begin this process of writing a book so yeah there, that's some fun stuff that i have coming up for this year um is you know i'm gonna take the action steps to maybe start doing what it is because again it, it ties with this tip that desire would not go away it just kept going and planting and planting and planting and plant and i'm like okay what is going on here right like it just kept growing and growing and i'm starting to understand that maybe it's because god is kind of signaling me that hey it's time right it's now it's the time i planted this in your heart like 12 years ago but now we're gonna start watering it and bringing it to pass right Number 11, um, your emotional health affects your physical health big time. Oh, my God. This is a, a very if you don't get anything from any of these lessons I'm talking about, this one is going to be number one. Put a star by this one. Your emotional health affects your physical health. These emotions that we're carrying guilt, anger, shame, blaming, um, jealousy, all of it, it is going to affect you physically. I am learning that so much. There is so much power in letting things go. There is so much healing and freeing yourself, forgiving yourself in these areas because I am barely, barely starting to reap the fruits of this area. I am letting go of expectations of people to the best of my ability. I am trying to forgive and let go of anger for the things that I had no control over and no part in, but the things that I feel I do have a part in, I'm learning to forgive myself in this process. And let me tell you, a an emotional weight has came off of me that I feel I'm not carrying right now. Like talk about this weight. And I'm not even going to lie to you. This is how deep it is spiritually that my physical health is starting to improve. My weight is starting to drop. Like I'm not even lying to you because I have been carrying stuff for so long and let me tell you how emotional health plays into your physical health you start to do things outside of yourself that don't align with who you are god didn't create you to abuse your body and abuse your temple right he didn't create none of us to do that i've done that for so many years and i still i'm barely learning to get out of it and barely learning this practice of self-love but 
with the emotional part, I was carrying so much weight of emotions and anger and bitterness that it was affecting me. Like mentally, I was blo- I was uh, fogged up. I didn't want to work out. Um, I was emotionally eating. I was eating things I knew were bad for my health. And I just couldn't stop. Right. Because, again, when we're out of alignment with who God has created us to be, we begin to do things that are so far off from who, who from what our purpose is, from what we're supposed to do. Right. Maybe you're extra impatient with the kids. Maybe you're extremely, you know, frustrated. You're always nagging at the kids. You're always snapping like something's going on here, but you don't even understand what it is. And it's affecting your health. Like I'm telling you, I had so much inflammation in my gut. Um, my mind was so foggy, like it's insane, the energy and the things that are happening differently, you know, and I've, it's been a process. I've been in this healing journey for a a good minute now and God keeps revealing more to me. God keeps allowing me to free myself in areas that I didn't know. I, I shared also that I've been working on my anger, the deep rooted anger, where it's come from. And a lot of stuff got revealed to me this year about where that anger truly is stemming from. Right. Um, a lot of childhood things, right. Childhood trauma. And I'm sure a lot of us, almost every one of us has some form of childhood trauma. Right. And we don't even realize the effects of how long we've carried it. And maybe you're starting to see it in your motherhood. You're seeing it in the way you're parenting your kids. I want to encourage you that if this is you, This year of 2024, let it be the year that you're going to start seeking the Lord to get the healing that you need, because there is nothing more freeing. I can like you can get all the workout tips. You can get all the fitness. It doesn't matter. But if you don't have a healthy heart, a healthy mind and a healthy spirit, you're never going to truly get the health that you're looking for. You're seeking to be a healthy individual. But I'm telling you, your physical health is not even the number one thing as it is what's in your heart. Because what's in your heart and in your mind is going to begin to flow and begin to improve that physical health. I'm getting the benefits now that I have been seeking to want even when I was in a thinner body. I didn't have a healthy heart. I didn't have a healthy mind. So just be mindful of your emotional health will affect your physical health. You know, I pray that this is something that if you're struggling with, that it's time you start to seek the help that you need and you go get the professional help or you seek the wisdom and the guidance that you need to get you to that healing journey. Because this is where I feel like you're going to begin to see the, the full benefits of it. Okay. Number 12, last and final one. I learned that I desire more joy and peace, especially peace. Um, getting, <coughs> excuse me, I'm coming up on my fourth year of being a stay-at-home mom. And I, you know, there was a lot of noise in the beginning. There was so much noise for being, you know, being a mom at home. And I'm not just talking about noise that your kids make. <laughs> I'm talking about the emotional noise, the, the, um, the noise that comes when you are so fixated on on um, on what everybody else is doing, on the validation of others, on the approval of others. What I've learned today is that by removing myself from the things that don't serve me, that don't bring me joy or peace, uh, I, I started understanding that my spirit just desired peace and joy and love, right? These are the fruits of the spirit that I really desired in my life. And I didn't understand that until... Now time is passing, right? Again, 
seeds may get planted, but the lessons don't start coming in until you're really ready to begin to take the action to change your life. And maybe these seeds have been planted for you and you're hearing it again right now. And maybe this is the confirmation that, you know, you really do desire joy and peace. Who doesn't, right? But if you desire joy and peace, what is your life really reflecting? If you desire um, better friendships, what are your friendships reflecting? If you desire be, to be a better woman, be a better mother, what is your behavior reflecting, right? Start picking up that mirror and take a look at what it is. Don't be afraid to pick up the mirror. Look at yourself and say, hey, what do I need to change about me so I can become this woman that I've desired, right? That I know God has created me to be the mother, the wife, you know, the, um, the nurturer. What, what can I do to get the steps that I need here? If there's a blockage and you feel that maybe, you know, you haven't healed in certain areas and it's struggling with your affection with your kids, I think it's time. It's time for you to go and seek that, that help and that healing that you need because I'm telling you right now, there is nothing more freeing. Um, there is nothing more joyful, more peaceful than receiving that health, that love, that joy for yourself, um, for your family. And don't forget who is watching. Don't forget who's living this out with you, your family, right? Um, this has been a beautiful year. This has been so much, um, learned so much. My relationship with my husband has strengthened my relationship with my kids is strengthened. Um, my relationship with my mother and my siblings is strengthened with my friends. And it's all because of this, these life lessons, this awareness, right? And I, I just pray for a better year in 2024. And again, I thank you for being behind this, you know, letting me get behind this mic and listening to what it is I have to say, um, because I think there's a lot of uh, freedom and there's a lot of therapeutic stuff that comes from us being able to share our hearts, right? And so for the year 2024, I want you to really dig deep and think about, you know, journal, sit with God and dream with God, journal with God. Don't let anybody tell you that dreaming is something wrong. God has put a, a creative mind and idea um, in you and it's, it's ready to come out. Write it on paper, right? Dream with God, bring it to God and, and don't be afraid to just dream big, right? what's for you will be for you and just remember that with god all things are possible god bless you danas have an amazing weekend and i'll see you back here next week thank you so much danas for listening to today's show if this episode has impacted you in any way please share this message with another mom or woman that's needing to hear this message because together we can continue to be strong in our identities and stay crowned with confidence if you're wanting to know more about our mission here at BoxFit Queens, please visit our website at www.boxfitqueens.com and follow our YouTube channel for some more amazing free content under BoxFit Queens as well. God bless you. Have a wonderful day, and I'll see you back here soon. Have a good day. I love you. Bye. Bye-bye.